baddies and welcome back to Too Smart for This. I'm your host Alexis Barber and in this week's episode we are continuing our December solo episodes all about leveling up for 2023 and how we are going to become better versions of ourselves because that's always the goal obviously but we never want to lose sight of where we came from how we've been doing so I don't want you all to beat yourself up when you're thinking about how you want to do better for 2023 just to just get super excited because we've learned so much in last week's episode we talked about vision boards goal setting for 2023 and that is always the super fun part of figuring out where you want your life to go there's so much potential and so much momentum but Life does not always go as planned. Um, Things often get a little stressful, a little dicey, and I experienced that a lot this past year. So I want to talk about the things to start and stop doing to lay the groundwork for preparing yourself to have an incredible year and talk about some of the mistakes I made this past year and how I would approach this year from what I learned from them, obviously. Let's go ahead and get started. Um, If you're new here, I'm Alexis. I'm 24 years old. I live in LA currently and I work full-time in big tech. I have my dream job at YouTube that I love. And I also um, am a content creator and the founder of Two Collective, which is a modern lifestyle and wellness company that has a line of luxury bathrobes, including the incredible Too Cozy, which you either see here or hopefully you've seen on Instagram. It is an incredible bathrobe. We'll jump into how I, you know, decided to start this company later on, but um, it's the most functional robe on the market and it's a black owned business. So support it if you need a gift for yourself this season. I feel like this past year was kind of a shit show for me in a lot of ways. Um, it also was an incredible year because a lot of great things happened. I experienced so much stress and anxiety this year from things that were both in and outside of my control. And I wanted to talk about how I dealt with it. Obviously, I have a lot going on as a founder with a full-time job and a content creator, but I also, um, you know, dealt with normal family things a little more this year. So my grandmother passed away in July, which was really tough for me because she raised me, basically. It's sort of like kind of similar to losing your mother. I also had a failed podcast experience with a media company, which I'm sure if you paid attention at all at the beginning of the year, that's why this podcast took a break, whatever. It was a hard experience. I I never used the word failed to describe it before because I think I learned a lot from it, but it was overall just not a great fit at all and caused me so much stress at the beginning of this year that I had to quit it because, and that's the story I know everyone wishes that It was juicier than that, but I quit because it was burning me out and it was emotionally really taxing. I also moved. I um, got promoted, which is amazing. I did so much work travel, which was so much fun. But overall, my life, there was just a lot of stress overall. And I wish someone would have told me these things at the beginning of last year when I was dealing with that stress. And that's what I want to give to you today so that if you can take any advice from me based on this past year that was like so emotionally draining and taxing, it would be these things. So the first one is you are enough as you are. So I want to ground us all by starting with that because I really think that that was something I 
said that I believed at the beginning of this year, but I didn't really embody it. I think I was obviously like looking for for an audience in a place where like that wasn't really what I wanted or who I wanted to talk to. Like what I love about this podcast is, is that it reaches women who are ambitious and who are improving themselves and interested in self-care and career growth while also being like a normal 20-something that just is like trying to also enjoy life, you know? And that wasn't the audience that I ended up like reaching. And I think if I would have known that like I can do this on my own and that I'm good enough as I am, then I would have saved myself a lot of hurt. And that's not even just with like that previous podcast. It's also with content creation. Like I would be like, okay, what kind of content can I create to go viral instead of What kind of content do I want to put out there? So reframing and going back to who you are as yourself, going back to this is what I want and this is why, and or being honest with yourself about you don't know what you want and you don't know why, that is going to be really crucial for this upcoming year. And just constantly remind yourself, make it a post-it, make it a reminder on your phone or something of like, I am comfortable and safe with who I am. I'm going to make decisions for me and just being really, really selfish. You need to be really, really selfish right now. And you need to be really, really honest with yourself and remind yourself that you can do anything you put your mind to, but you cannot do that from a place of worrying about what other people are thinking of you. And I feel like that's just the lesson I constantly keep learning in my life is that it's not about other people. It's about what you want. And the more you, you are, the more things that you want come to you because what you want wants you think about it this that way you know it's like the podcast I love the most one of them is the 12th house with holisticism I love that podcast so much and I was able to be a guest this year on it and it's because what you love loves you too you know and so keep that in mind just like up this next year is that like what you want wants you so the more you you can be the more you're going to get what you want With all that being said, the rest of these are more tangible daily habits that I implemented that really saved me a lot. So the first is figuring out a way to manage your time effectively. So having systems to actually get what you need to get done done is really crucial. And so there's three buckets here that I would think of. The first is having a calendar. So planning your weeks out, planning your months out, knowing when you're going to do what, having that color coded in some form is also great. That system really helps you let go of what you need to be focusing on, or it lets helps you let go of like the nitty gritty day to day stuff so that you can actually focus because you know you have time and you've created that time for yourself. So that first one is a calendar. The second is having dedicated reset days. You're not going to be perfect all the time. Life is going to throw random shit at you. So for me, having a reset day every week or every two weeks where I'm cleaning my apartment, I'm looking at my calendar, I'm figuring out what needs to be done, I'm tackling those little tasks that I didn't feel like doing, that is really helpful. And so having that framework where that you know you can come back to is a way to build self-trust and build you know, more wiggle room into your life so that when things don't go as planned, which they inevitably will, they will not go as planned. I'm someone who's like, oh my God, I love having a routine. If I can't do my routine perfectly every single day, then it's not going to be worth it. That's how I used to be. But now by building in these like 
this wiggle room of like, I know life is going to go crazy and I know that I have somewhere to fall after that. That's what really changed the game for me. The third of that is, you know, setting boundaries with your time. So you found a way to manage your time, sure, but like the best way to do that is by knowing your limits. So an example for me is I can't do more than one like weeknight um, event per week. Otherwise, it just really messes with me. And obviously, there's weeks where you have a work dinner and you have an influencer event that you can't say no to. So I have to go. But it really does mess with me. So I do try to limit as much as I can going out Monday through or Sunday through Thursday nights and give myself those that night routine that's really going to help me relax and reset. And then I also like to like just set boundaries on my time where I make sure I have time for myself and with my boyfriend and with my family so that I can be a better person. The next is interacting with social media in a different way. So something I did in the middle of this year when I was incredibly stressed was I turned off my news alerts on my phone. And this was something that I struggled with for a really long time because obviously I'm a politically active girly and I studied political science. What's going on in the world is really something that's always been interesting to me. I love keeping up with the news. But I was truly killing myself being so obsessed with these things, like waking up in the morning and listening to the daily or listening to something so intensely like sad about what's going on in the world really was putting a damper on me. And I had so much potential and excitement for the world. And I felt like that was constantly just being like ripped apart because I would listen to the news and be like, what's the point of even, you know, working or doing things? And it's like, I had to compartmentalize how I consume not just the news, but also social media. And I think this is something that really did change the game for me. I'm so much happier and more positive when I put a limit on what type of things that I consume. So for example, I've turned off those news alerts, but I still, you know, get an email newsletter that by the time I'm ready to actually consume those things, I can actually do it instead of it intercepting my life in a moment and causing me to have an existential crisis, you know? So the for the beginning of my day, I'm not checking social media. The beginning of my day, I am not reading the news. But by the time I sit down to actually work and open those newsletters, then I can get that information and still stay an informed member of society, but not have to, you know, constantly be thinking about, you know, what's happening in all these different places. And that can be applied to social media as well. So I would challenge you this month or after you watch this video to go through social media, go through who you're following on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and YouTube and unfollow the people who you no longer resonate with and mute the people who every time you see their content, something in you gets frustrated. I did that a few times this year and I muted people who I like was mutuals with because of like work things or influencer politics or whatever, because I just couldn't consume that content anymore. Um, and that really has changed the game for me. Another little tip I've talked about on the podcast before is replacing your um, social media scrolling with scrolling on Pinterest. Because on Pinterest, it's like, oh, this is a beautiful life. It's sort of like you're just manifesting and dreaming every time you scroll on it instead of comparing yourself to people and getting more people's opinions thrown at you 24-7, you know. So make use of those incredible like features that are on the, the phones of, you know, limit the amount of time you're on there. 
be really, really intentional about what you consume because that is going to really change the game for you as it did for me. Um, I was just consuming everything and I would have nightmares about stuff that like was truly irrelevant and it's really helped me the, by changing my consumption habits. The next thing I would do is, is improve your health through movement and sleep. So a lot of us don't prioritize sleep, not me. I've always prioritized sleep for the past like four or five years because I have MS, which is a chronic illness, and I, I had dealt with fatigue for a really long time. So sleep was really important for me to rest and regenerate. But something that I've added onto my rotation of non-negotiables is movement because it has been the single best way for me to deal with stress is through movement. And so for me, most of the time that looks like long walks. One thing I notice sometimes when I'm really stressed out is that everything can feel so much better after like a weighted workout, like strength training. Like I love strength training. I used to love cycling. That type of thing really gets you out of your head and into your body and you can get things out. So a framework when I'm really stressed out, what I like to ask myself is, did I get enough sleep and did I sweat? And if neither of those things are true, then I know that my emotions for the moment are very temporary and that I can take a step back and be okay. Movement and sleep, I would start by figuring out rituals that really work for you. So I wouldn't say join CrossFit, a CrossFit gym and that's going to solve all of your problems because if you're not enjoying the movement you're doing and it's not effective for you, then it's literally irrelevant. And same with sleep. If you're going to be like, I'm going to start going to bed at nine and waking up at five, because you want to, um, you know, be a morning routine guru, that's like fake news. Like, no, everything, as I said at the beginning of this video, everything that we're talking about here is about you and you specifically, and you need to find the best routines for you. And that requires really thinking and being honest with yourself about your particular needs and wants. The last thing I'll say that we want to do before 2023 is declutter our spaces. So I love having a super classic and clean look to my room and stuff like that. I love to go through all my clothes and be like, what here makes me happy? What here makes me want to get dressed up and get excited and really take a look at all that and throw out whatever's not working so that you can release those little frustrations of like, what am I going to wear today? Or what am I going to do today? And feel calmer about how you approach your day. So decluttering is a major thing that I'm absolutely adding to my week of figuring my life out. With all this being said, I think that we are all in such a great place to have the best year of our lives. We've all are constantly learning. We're all constantly experiencing new things and growing. So I really hope that these tips are going to help you take control of this next year because as I said before, it's all within you. It's all part of you and you can do whatever you want to do. So I hope these help you and don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself. <laughs>